0: and well, Welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotion. We're in the book of Revelation. We're in chapter 7. We're going to start with the ninth verse, and it goes like this. After this, I looked, and there was a great crowd that no one could number. They were from every nation and tribe, people and language. They were standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They wore white robes and held palm branches in their hands. They cried out with a loud voice, Victory belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood in a circle around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell face down before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and always. Amen. Then one of the elders said to me, Who are these people wearing white robes and where do they come from? I said to him, Sir, you know. So we get uh, uh, nervous about Revelation. There is, Revelation has historically been used, um, abused, uh, really, by people who want to know the future, who think that they can control the future, that they can be the arbiters, can be the truth tellers, and so they interpret Revelation. And they twist it up and make it more difficult than it really is. Revelation is just a story that tells people the truth of what the church looks like, should look like. The truth of what God's kingdom looks like. The truth of what living in the world is like. And it does it in a way that is a metaphor, that is a story, that is an image that tells you of a deeper truth. I don't think any of it's meant to be taken literally. But I do think it points to a deeper truth. That if you can read the story and enter into the image that it's portraying, if you can picture it in your mind, you're going to see truth. And the truth here is this. All of the people who share belief, every one of them, all of them, even the ones you don't like or the ones you don't know, the ones you've yet to know or the ones who have gone before, all of them, as long as they share belief, belong at the table of God. And now that's challenging for us because we want to be able to control the narrative. We want to say which beliefs it has to be. We want to make the list longer than it needs to be. We want to make the list exclusive so that we can be part of a cool team, part of the cool club. J- Jesus here tells us that the assembled people of at the table of God in heaven are from every nation and tribe, every people, every age, everything. The only requirement is a shared belief. And so we tend to put rules up and make barriers and walls and we try to exclude people and we try to make it so that our religion is more important than their faith. And I'm not saying there are rules. There shouldn't be some boundaries. I'm not saying that organizations don't need rules and structures. But all of those are passageways to God. They are not God. All of those are the ways that we encounter God, the ways that we can be intentional about putting our faith into action. They are not in and of themselves, God. And so we have to ask ourselves, what is our religion? Is our religion the rules? Is our religion knowing it all? Is our religion our ability to be God? Or do we have faith? Because those aren't always the same thing. faith sees people through the eyes of God and not through our rules and structures and boundaries and guardrails. Do you have a religion or do you have faith? God bless.